Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey, today on the podcast, Allie and I are really excited to interview Jen Mayer. Now, Jen is a friend of ours who is the CEO and the founder of Whole Fitness in Greer, South Carolina. And we love just everything about Jen and her team there. Uh, Their whole purpose is to educate and inspire people to love God, to be whole, to get healthy, and to love others. And at this time of year, as we start to think about getting fit in the new year, we thought it was appropriate to bring Jen in today and really talk about a lot about fitness today in the interview, which we think is going to help you get your new year started off uh, and hopefully the way you'd like it to, but also to just get things in perspective. Uh, Jen has traveled with us overseas. She's gone with us to our care centers. Uh, she's actually been with Allie right there at Mercy Workshop with Allie's ladies and has done some fitness things. And it has just been great, not only to uh, to do the thing we do and the thing we love here in the U.S., but also to bring that across to women around the world who are in need of more than just being fit from a physical perspective, but actually really being fit in a whole complete package. So we're really excited to interview Jen today. So let's get with it. All right. Now this is the first podcast for 2021. And so we're really excited. It's January and I don't know about you, but we've made some, uh, we made some new year's resolutions. We've got great hopes for 2021. And so we wanted to kick this off with fitness. And uh, so we're really excited to have Jen Mayer here today. And uh, I've got tons of questions. I know Reba's got some questions about how we can just make this a better year as far as our health, not just our emotional health, but our physical and mental health as well. So Jen, it's great to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Jen, what is it about January that everybody wants to uh, make a one month resolution and a new diet and a new fitness program that only lasts for like till February? Uh, Have you noticed that? I mean, this is what you do, right? Uh, yeah, I always say it's because everybody feels like a big ball of cheese and they're ready to move (laughs) between Halloween and all of the events, like by, you know, after Christmas and New Year's, it's like, okay, something needs, something needs to happen here. And, you know, we just feel stuck and yuck and ready to get back on our normal routine. So I think that's why. Big so you're saying from the uh, from the <laughs> massive amount of chocolate that we get at Halloween to the stuffed turkey and dressing that we get at Thanksgiving uh, to the Christmas uh, buffets that keep going, um, yeah, yeah. you might feel a little uh, ready to move, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we think it's done, and then New Year's comes, and we're like, oh, let's celebrate it with some more drinks and food. All right. Right. Yeah. And so by then we're you know. And then if we're not careful, here comes Valentine's Day. And so then it's just like, well, that was February. Never mind. I'll just wait till next year. So it it really, it could, you can come up with any excuse in the book. Trust me, I've done it. And uh, so just wondering how all the gyms, like they all get ready for, okay, there's going to be an influx for, you know, January, February, and then it'll peter out again. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we know this has been a tough year. 2020 was a tough year for uh, workout facilities and for gyms and for people that were trying to, uh, you know, 
avoid COVID and yet at the same time stay fit? How did uh, how did you guys walk through that, Jen? Um, well, we walked through it like everybody else. We went virtual, and so when um, when we had to shut our doors in March, we just took it live. Um, which was very scary for a lot of our instructors. They've never done that before, but it was amazing because um, we got to connect with more people around the world, around our country, uh, more people within our community. So we uh, kept a schedule. We offered one class a day live and people could just join in for free just to keep some, because our routine was taken away. A lot of, I mean, we know 2020, a lot of things were taken away, but, um, my heart with moving our bodies is more than just physical. It's an emotional, spiritual um, aspect as well. And just to keep people quote unquote sane um, and healthy through that, that time, that's what we did just to, you know, connect with our people, keep them moving, um, but also calm their, their minds and, um, and their souls. So that's awesome. So before we get into the stuff that's really going to help people who are listening to be able to get their new year off right, tell us a little bit about Whole Fitness and give us give us the give us the you know the abbreviated version of your story. Um, like how abbreviated, like the elevator pitch, or <laughs> well, you can go a little bit bigger than the elevator pitch. But okay, a really tall just... building. <laughs> okay, good, good, because I could talk about it forever, and so I'm like, like I get stressed with that question. Um. So we are a nonprofit faith-based fitness ministry in Greer, South Carolina, um, and we just celebrated four years, and our mission is to build a healthy and whole community, mind, body, and soul, um, just using fitness as a tool for the gospel. So fitness is our vehicle, and um, our heart is the gospel. So we have weekly classes, group fitness classes. Uh, that people can come and join and not only are they getting a, a good physical workout but they will also receive truth um, they will receive time on their mat to just be still worship so it really is a whole experience it's not just we're going in for six-pack abs or 10-pound weight loss like we um, encourage like quote-unquote weight loss like maybe it's shame um, fear anxiety like we want that weight to drop you know and we call it spiritual gains not physical gains like gaining hope and peace and love and um so our heart when my heart when I started this came out of a place of brokenness myself just with an eating disorder and an addiction to working out and I really just was burnt out came into a place of uh, burnout and just I knew that I needed to work out like I know that's what honors God and takes care of our body but this abuse really um, and neglect of my body was not honoring and um long story found a um this program out in Arizona called Revelation Wellness and became certified through them and the goal is the, the mission with them is like fitness teacher gospel preacher and just bringing back um fitness to our community here to let them know that there is freedom in it like um, you don't have to be a slave to the treadmill, but you don't have to feel hopeless either. Like you're always going to be stuck in where you are. Mm. And God really just set me free um, from 
the eating disorder and addiction. I mean, I still have my moments. I've noticed in 2020, it reared its ugly head again, because a lot of it, when things are out of control, that is my control. Like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm, it's weird. Like, I, I feel like we all have somewhere where we go for control when things oh, get absolutely. crazy. And for me, it's food and fit. Yeah. Food and fitness. So I, I mean, I had a heart to heart moment with, with Jesus the other day, like, like, God, I'm back to square one. Like I, um, I feel all over the place. I feel like I'm plummeting and just reminding myself, like, I don't work for freedom. I work from freedom. Like I'm free and I don't have to be a slave to a diet restriction. Like I don't have to kill myself, you know, like, like I, when he sees me, he's like, you know, he sees a son and I'm good. I'm his daughter. And so it's been a journey. And I feel, I always get nervous sharing my story in like two minutes because there are people out there that are probably listening to this and thinking that I found freedom overnight. Um, I did not like it took a while. Um, and I still wrestle with that sometimes, but I do know the beauty of it is that I don't want to go back there. So I know where I was, I know who I am. And, and even if I'm still in that struggle, I struggle with that. I know like, okay, I've been there and I don't want to go back to that. Cause that's a hopeless feeling. Mm-hmm. And I want to remember I've tasted freedom and I want to, I want to stay with that. You know, I still want to live in that, that freedom from, from God. So. Awesome. Um, but, and just sharing that with other people through fitness. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your story. Um, a few weeks ago, we actually did a series on emotional health. And, um, and I remember a friend of mine, when I was going through a lot of struggles, uh, a friend of mine said, if you're taking care of yourself spiritually and physically, and there's still something wrong. And I was like, well, physically, what do you mean by that? And I think that was one of the things that um, that we always, a lot of times, maybe we don't focus on. So why why is it important to take care of our bodies? Um, well, I'll speak to all the women listening, especially working women, moms. Um, we put ourselves last. Like if you're serving in ministry, um, like I know, Allie, you're in the GR. Reba, you're in ministry. I'm in ministry. I'm a mom. Like we take care of everybody else we're the, the last ones to take care of ourselves. And I feel like we feel guilt with that. Hmm. Um, it's like, well, I got to do this. I got to take care of them. Well, now I'm working from a place of I'm emotionally exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. I'm spiritually drained. I meant, you know, all these things mentally as well. And um, it is so important for our emotional health because um, I'm going to get sciencey here. <laughs> so when I, I was trained, um, to do trauma yoga trauma you know group fitness and when you move your body when you like say it I mean it could be a high intensity workout it could be a walk but you you start to activate your nervous system and you activate half of it where that fight flight or freeze mode okay so have you been to workout and you're like oh no get me out of here or you're just so angry you want to punch the fitness instructor because you're just like I'm just mad like this is horrible why did I get myself here and so your your body is responding and so then um and a lot of times we we're living in that we live in that response and then um with what we do in class is that we activate the other half that rest and digest the parasympathetic nervous system and this is where a lot of us don't practice, especially in America. Like if you live here, 
it's go, 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 do, 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 distraction, distraction, distraction. Um, and so you're constantly in that fight or flight mode, whether it's in a fitness program or life, but this, this rest and digest, like this sitting still, um, being quiet, like if it's on the mat or a quiet place in your room, listening to worship, praying to God, or just being silent is so needed. And that's the holistic approach that we offer in class. And, and it helps your emotions. It helps you um, walk out of that classroom or that you know group fitness class and say, I feel whole. Like I feel like I've hit everything um, in this workout. I'm encouraged. I've moved my body. I'm ready to go be who God's called me to be. I'm ready to go serve. I'm, I'm energized. And what's funny is that we have the, we have men in our group, but there are husbands that don't attend, but they, I have heard this from numerous women <laughs> that come to my class. They said, I didn't want to come. I was so stressed out today, but my husband said, no, you're going because you're always <laughs> happier when you come home. I'm not kidding, man. <laughs> yeah, These husbands great. are shoving them out the door because it's true. It's like, you know, the hardest part is just getting there and moving. But yeah. when you're done, you're like, oh, that just felt so good. You know, so it is, yeah. it is huge. It will help. So. Yeah, well, I think you're right about the hardest part is getting there. Because I think there is that, you know, there's those 20 minutes or 15 or how much ever that we use 47 excuses for why we can't go. We can't, you know, even if it's just walking around our neighborhood, we can yeah. come up with a list of excuses while we don't have time to go do that. Um, and so I think a lot of times mentally, we, we feel like I got, I have to go do this because I'm overweight or I have to go do this because I need to be in shape or whatever our motivator is. But Jen, I mean, how do we move from the have to, to the get to, you know, I get to go do this. I'm excited to go do this. Um, that, yeah, that has been a journey for me. Um, I remember the first time I heard that. So revelation wellness, who I'm certified through the founder, I, she has a podcast, um, a workout podcast where she speaks truth and, um, there's worship music and she's coaching you through, um, like if you're walking, running, whatever. And I remember running and listening and she said that, like, if you have to work out, then you, you need to turn this off and go stop. And I was like, wait, hold up, <laughs> you're crazy. Um, we have to work out, like we need to, you know? And, and she's like, no, this is your get to. You need to You need to change your mindset. Like this is a get to. And I really wrestled with that for a long time. And I even had to say that to myself today when I was on the bike because my Achilles is, is, um, is in pain. <laughs> it's just a tendonitis in my Achilles and my lower back has been hurting for like a month. And I just want to run. And I know that running is going to trigger that. And so I'm on the bike. I'm like, oh, I probably can do it. It's going to be fine. I'll get off and go run. And the Lord's like, why? Why do you have to do that? Mm. I'm like, I have to. If I don't, I'm going to gain weight. If I, ha I have to, or I'm not going to be, you know, the fitness instru instructor that I need to be. And he's like, see, that's the wrong motivation. Like, this is your get to. And for me, like when I share the get to part is that, we get to take care of the bodies that God has given us um, because he has a calling. He has a high calling for all of us. And um, it's our get to, to worship him, even in a workout. He's not separated from that. And it's our get to to put good food um, 
in our bodies and move because we're going to live that calling well, you know, and, and I've seen people can't even walk up a flight of stairs without being winded and, and um, they're in Christian service or not even just Christian, just life um, being a mom or they can't keep up with their grandkids or can't get up and down off the floor. And there's no shame or judging with that. It's just that, you know, I want to, you know, share that with other people because like, that's the get to, like I, I get to move and stay healthy so I can love others in my life. Well, you know, um, and that's where I started. It just got, when I, when my second daughter was a baby, I, I gained a lot, a lot of weight because I had two babies back to back within two years. And, um, I was like, man, I want to keep up with my kids, but the enemy took what was good and just went and just messed that all up. And that's when my eating disorder kicked in. And, um, and that's, so I have to pause, you know, why am I doing this? Why do I feel like I have to kill myself? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not a have to, it's a get to, you know, I get to move. I don't have to kill myself here. <laughs> yeah. I think we have to have, um, everything obviously needs to have balance, but understanding that even, even if we are, if we're healthier, that means, like you said, that we can serve others. If we, if we feel good and we can move and, and spend time, keep up with our kids, keep up with, you know, it's just, it's more because again, as the way God created us, we are um, in concentric circles or mind, body, and, and spirit. And so it's one of those things that if one is kind of off kilter, then the other two are eventually going to get off kilter pretty quickly. It actually um, happens. Uh, and it was so funny when you were talking about just getting there from the get to my, um, normally the routine is I get up super early in the morning, I work out and I come home and I have, I'm so excited about that. The time when I get home from my workout is when I can like actually drink coffee and sit there quietly. But this morning, my husband was already awake and I was like, and I literally was like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be up yet. I knew this is my, I'm done. And my dog, the same thing. She like sat on the couch and we both just looked at him like, what are you doing up? This is our coffee time. You're supposed to be back in bed. And uh, we're like, you messed up the whole day. And, um, but it's one of those things that we're trying to get into a routine and, um, and, and get that. So when, you know, you think every, somebody who's going and working out, I mean, they're just super healthy, but like you said, it's one of those things that it's, it's, it's all connected and it's connected, especially with the, with spiritual and the, and the wholeness. So you have the word whole in your, uh, in, in the, your, your name, whole fitness. And so what does it mean to live, you know, healthy and whole? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, well, I, they can't be separated. I really believe that. So again, it's not just, it's the mind, body, soul. So a lot of fitness classes, you know, the world's view of fitness um, is physical, like, and, and it just stays there. But it's also your mental health. It's also your emotional and spiritual as well. So that mind, body, soul, um, like you said, if, you know, I, okay, like go back to my story. So I could have lost all the weight, you know, really fit, but my soul was dying. Mm -hmm. I'm not living in wholeness you know, and I was, I was spiritually starving. I was, um, emotionally exhausted and, um, or you could be, you know, whole, like your soul is full, but you're, um, you have induced asthma, diabetes, you know, like stuff, things that were your health. If it was, if you were taking care of your health and your body, 
um, those things, not all the time, but most of the time, those things would go away or lower. And um, so it's kind of like, it's all connected. And I have seen that with um, members coming in where the, um, their high cholesterol now is lower, um, they've lost weight, um, there's no more pain physically, and or I've had people come in and they are physically fit, like, you know, those, those CrossFit people, but, um, but they are a slave to that. <clears throat> they're a slave to their diet. They're a slave to fitness program so it's just that healthy and whole like um just living in wholeness in all those areas mind body and soul does that make sense yeah it does yeah because i think that you know as we as i'm sure there's somebody out there listening it's like okay wait a minute my problem is not um you know an eating disorder on the side of starving myself and working out 10 times a day there's probably somebody listening and that's that's their struggle um but there's somebody else over here. It's like, my struggle is just getting off the couch. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, and you know, I know in my own life, I have thought this, I'm too tired to work out. I'm just, I'm done. And I think that a lot of times making it a priority in our lives and putting it, I had to move it to the morning. Now I don't like to work out in the morning. I really don't. If I could pick my, my ideal workout time, it would be in the afternoon. But what I find for me personally is, if I wait till the afternoon, it never happens, ever, never happens. And so for me to try to get that in, I really have to get up and get it done in the morning so that it's done, it's knocked out, I can check that box off. Because it is important to me, um, not, I don't struggle with you know an eating disorder, I don't struggle with uh, worry, working out 10 times a day, but I do struggle with, I may not work out at all. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and I want to stay healthy and I want to stay moving and I want to keep doing what I'm doing. And I know that if I don't, I won't be able to do that. And so Mm -hmm. I think, you know, kind of getting those things, you know, on on the good days, you get all that lined up and it all makes sense (laughs) and you go in there and you're pumped, you know, on other days, you just have to do it because you just have to do it, (laughs) you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like there are two places people function out of when it comes to this. It's like the control, the pride, like I got this, I'm my God, I can do it, me, me, me. And then you have the other side where it's like this hopeless feeling of this, I'm never going to change, I'm, you know, is this worth it? Like, I'm whatever, you know, it's kind of like you have both where, you know, you, the one sitting on the couch, the one who's at the gym 10 times a day, both are unhealthy. Um, but speaking to the ones like, you know, like what you're saying, Reba, it's, um, yeah, like you're like, oh, I have to do this. I, I need to do this. And, um, I think honestly just switching, like, no, I get to, I get to get up off this couch and I get to move. Like, you know, I think about, um, people that would wish they could move that are bound to a wheelchair or, um, because of their health, like their poor health, they can't. And, and just reminding ourselves like this, this is a gift. We get to move our body. And, um, but with that is for me, I get that. Ho- so I've been on both sides and I get that hopeless feeling. And I have to ask myself, well, what brings me hope? Like, well, Jesus brings me hope and I'm doing this for him. And he also gives us the gift of accountability, gives us community. And that's one of the main things in our classes that we love. Um, 
now that I've been teaching with whole fit for four years, if I ever go take a, another group fitness class, which I, I, I like taking them, but if there's no spiritual aspect to it, I want to bang my head against the wall because that gives me hope, like in the class, you know, like to go and be with community and we're linking arms together. There is a big purpose in this. So just finding that, um, I don't know, accountability, uh, the spiritual aspect, because to go to a class, I mean, I get it, like to go to a class or do it on your own without Jesus. I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> like, I don't like it. You know, I rather, I want to, you know, kingdom mindset. So. That's great. Well, one of the things that I love about your class, um, and we had a fun, um, we had a fun thing. You went with us to the Dominican Republic. And uh, so Jen took a whole fitness team, uh, some of her girls that work out with her uh, on a regular basis. And they came with us to the Dominican and we went to visit Allie and uh, we were there at Mercy and uh, we did a workout with them and just a time of just of wholeness of really kind of, and we did, we saw all of these elements of your fitness program just kind of flourish there in that moment as we had the fun workout, the fitness time, and we also had the, the emotional and mental connections as well as the spiritual time. And, uh, but one of the things I loved about it was it was so much fun. Yeah. Um, everywhere we were at, um, I mean, and we were at some funny places. I mean, <laughs> there was one point we were out in the middle of a village outside. It was at least, it felt 112. I don't know what the actual temperature was, but it felt like it was 112. And we're in this little tiny space in between the houses with a... Uh, with with wires running above Jen's head and we're doing a drumstick workout and these women were having so much fun I mean they're just their whole faces were lit up and uh everywhere we went I loved it because they had such a great time and you could just see the joy just hit the face uh within after you know, you're like skeptical at first like who are these women and why are they bringing drumsticks why are we getting drumsticks what is this about and uh, so Jim maybe you can talk a little bit about the drumstick workout because I just think that's so much fun but also maybe a little bit about that trip for a second oh man I that whole the village was one of my highlights um when we went and um so going to the DR and meeting joy and what she's doing with new hope and alley and mercy workshop and the church it was in the village i mean it was just we're like can we just go back today every day like i left feeling homesick like i really we all really were just impacted like you know you go thinking oh i'm gonna impact others and bless others and you leave um you know so encouraged and the village was uh the highlight for me it, well <laughs> When you're talking about that wire, okay, first of all, drumsticks is a fun cardio workout that you, it's a choreographed workout that you are using sticks. So if you've heard of pound, um, it's like that, but um, but with Jesus, because sometimes I go <laughs> watch some of the songs, listen, like, yeah, I can't play that and hold it. Um, so we, um, I remember when we walked, you know, in the village, and that was one thing when I was teaching the class, looking out and seeing all their faces, the joy that they had on their faces, um, 
like I, I I've only experienced this twice where it was like literally my body was moving and I was talking and the sticks were going but Jesus was beside me and we were standing still oh this gives me every time and he was like look what look what I do when you give me your yes like look who would have thought you know that you're going to take something as silly and fun as a drumstick to a village to women um to bring joy and tell them about Jesus and um I just remember standing there and looking at Mary who was holding one of the babies like like you hear this right like you hear him talking to me <laughs> you know <laughs> and I was I mean it was just an unreal moment and um so and I just remember saying God I want more I want more of this like just keep using us for your kingdom you know this the silly thing of fitness um so but the funny thing about that trip is like, or that in that part in the village is that, um, like you were talking about the wire. Well, I thought it was a clothesline and I'm just whipping those sticks up in the air. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm like, I probably shouldn't hit their clothesline, you know, and you knew what it was. It was electrical wire. <laughs> right. And you're like, and so I'm so glad you, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. I'm like, I could have taken out everything, you know, in just one little scoop of the stick. So that's going on. There's potholes everywhere. And Megan is behind me. She's teaching. I don't know what she's doing. And at one point, Kelsey, one of the girls on the team, she's to my left. And you things you have never thought you, you would have um, here in a, a fitness class. It's like, I'm, I'm doing the you know workout, drumming away. And, and Chelsea's like, Jen, be careful. Don't trip on the chicken. I'm like, wait, what? And I was like, this little chicken just running around, you know? And I, so I was started, I just started laughing. I'm like, you know, this is awesome. Um, but there was, yeah, it was really hot. Like that was the hottest of the whole entire week. I remember when um, I was talking, I looked down at my arm and I kept going like this. So I really thought there was a flame on my arm. I'm like, there's a, there's a small fire on my arm. And I kept trying to put it out. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it was, that was, I don't know, unreal. I, I, I would pack up and move in a second, um, go back to the DR. I, I we would go there as many times as God wants us there, but. And we do uh, have to just, come back. Yeah. Um, the women at the workshop really, I think that they were just expecting it to be all movement, movement, movement. And so it took a minute to get, talk about the still times. I mean, we loved, we loved the workout and everything. And then all of a sudden we were just sitting still and just um, answering questions and explain a little bit about, you know, kind of those, those still times on the mat, because I'm not that type of person. I really like those high intensity. I'm done in, you know, whatever, half an hour, and then I could run and run and run. But it's really important to have those, you know, just those quiet times on the mat and kind of talk us through a little bit about what you do in that, you know, in that part of the workout. Sure. So, um, my goal is like anybody listening to this, they're like, I'm never going to take a class. My goal is to deplete you of energy. So you go nowhere and you're laying on the mat. I'm kidding. <laughs> but kind of. Well, kind that of happened, that's yes. Yeah. 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 So whatever. Really happy um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what's different than, uh, than a regular fitness class is with our classes on the mat, we give about 10 to 15 minutes of that be still, that stillness. And, so we speak truth at the beginning of class, but at the end is where we um, talk more about, we have themes each month. And right now it's look, look, um, look back and see what God has done. Look, look out and see um, where is God right now and look up, like always have our, our gaze looking up as, as well. And so 
we incorporate that in our workouts, but at the end, um, like I said, like you have activated everything on that fight, flight, or freeze mode. And also your body is fully open and ready to receive because you're just, you're at a vulnerable state. Um, that's why they joke and say personal trainers become therapists, become counselors, because all of a sudden everything's just vomiting out because the, you know, the walls are down, you know, they're not as, you know, guarded. Um, so just creating that space on their mat where they can um, have truth poured into them, um, play a song. It looks different, really. Um, most of our classes are just, and they're all very different, but it could just be a worship song that we are playing. And I'm just, you know, like, just be still, listen to the words of this song, or let me read over you, like a devotional um, but also silence. Like there are times that we just give um, a space for silence because Ali, I'm with you. This has been a journey for me for like three years. I could, I remember someone challenged me to sit for five minutes and I started sweating. I was like, there's no way I'm a doer. I don't know how to sit. And so just giving them that space on the mat to hear from God, you know, like to, we are so distracted and so busy and doing good things. It could be doing good things that he just wants us like, we sometimes he doesn't want us to talk to him he just wants us to be with him and to sit there and provide that space and and teaching especially here in america like this is huge like you you need you need to rest like this will affect you holistically and um but just having their souls fed and um and sometimes we break up and we pray together you know like i give them some questions like hey you scoot on all you introverts, breathe in a paper bag, go be okay. Yeah. Go sit next to the person <laughs> next to you. And like, here's a question to ask and close it out in prayer together. Yeah. So building that community. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really cool. You know, I think for me in, in my walk and I, you know, I've struggled with my weight, my whole, well, for a really long time, I say my whole life and I'm sure it hasn't been my whole life, but it feels like my whole life uh, because it's mm -hmm. mostly what I remember. And I think for me, when it became a spiritual matter, um, it really helped me to realize that, wait a minute, this is not just a separate compartment over here of my life that I call the physical life. And, you know, um, but that it actually has physical and spiritual component components to it so that for me, it becomes a spiritual matter. It becomes important for what I do spiritually. Uh, and that was that was aha moments for me, light bulbs that went off for me. Okay, so this is what I know. I'm never gonna be a size six, okay? And and I'm and I'm okay with that. But I wanna be a woman who is strong. I wanna be a woman who is healthy. Uh, I wanna be a woman who can do the job that God has called me to do. And so that means that it's super important for me to make it something that's okay. This is this is something I do because it would honor the Lord with my life. And to destroy my health would not honor the Lord with my life. So, you know, I think that when we come to that point, as you were talking about where it becomes this complete package of the physical and the spiritual, I think then it keeps it easier for us to stay with it. Uh, it mm -hmm. makes it easier for me to, um, to be consistent um, and uh, it makes it more important for me to make it a part of my worship because I'm, I'm sure somebody listening thought worship fitness what are they how do these two go together um but it really does become 
that kind of taking care of my body as the temple of God. And that does is an act of worship to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you realize it's kind of like Sunday Christians, Mm -hmm. we just check it off. Um, God's in everything, everything that we do even in a workout. And that's why I tell people like God is in your food. He's in your fitness because the enemy is, he's sneaky. You know, he will use food as a way to destroy you. He will use fitness, whether you're not doing it or, you know, overdoing it as a way to keep you from the calling, the high calling that God has on your life. Hmm. And um, so just being, I would say just being aware of that, like, this is, this is important. Like this, this is something that um, I need to do, add to my daily routine. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying I, when people hear that I'm a fitness instructor, um, they're like, I think they think I'm, I'm, I'm trying, or I, I think they should kill themselves working out. Like if you're, I always um, encourage the class, like if you're moving, you're doing it right. So if you're going for a walk, go for a walk. It's one of my favorite ac- you know, exercises to do. Like it doesn't have to be bench press 200 pounds or um, you, killing yourself, like dying um, high intensity levels all the time. So uh, with, with things um, to keep going, to keep moving without burnout. So like, say you start in January and we all start really excited, right? Like that those, the first week, I mean, people are pumped. I mean, we can buy new workout clothes for it. We're so excited. Um, and then life happens and we don't know what to do with that, whether it could be anything from migraines to a loss in the family work. I mean, I think just being aware, like life is going to happen. It is going to happen. So what are you going to do? And it doesn't mean that you have to keep pushing through. Like I got to keep on this routine, but giving yourself grace, like this is a season I may not be able to do what I want to do. I'll, I can move my body when I can. I'm going to try to do my best to, to eat good foods when I, when, you know, when I can. Um, but just being kind to yourself, like giving yourself grace. Um, and it is a lifestyle change. So you might have been in this habit for years. Well, give yourself grace. Like this is new. You're, you, you're one step at a time. Um, and for those who don't even know where to start, I just say start. Whether you know, don't tackle it all. Don't go after all the nutrition. Don't go after all the routines. All, and, and don't go to the gym every single day. Like if you're new to working out, like just set a goal, five to 10 minutes of some kind of movement. It could be dancing in your kitchen with the kids. Turn on before dinner, like while you're making dinner, like dance, we do have a dance party. Um, go on the trampoline um, for all your moms, make sure you know where the bathroom is. (laughs) Listen, pause, let me pause this. Like in class, I'll say, okay, we're doing some jumping jacks. Bathroom's over there to the left. If you have some babies, we get you. Um, but like go for a walk, find, like find something that you love to do. Like if you hate exercise, this is not, I'm not just saying this, like I hated it. I used to, I played sports growing up and then sports stopped. I went to college, gained the freshman 15, which I wish it was 15. It wasn't, it was way more. Um, and I hated working out. I knew I needed to work out, but I had to ask God, I'm like, help me love this. 
like help me help me because I I don't I hate it like this is horrible mm-hmm. um and he did like I mean look what look what he did maybe you don't want to say that prayer because then you're gonna be an fitness instructor <laughs> but um <laughs> but like just finding like something that you love to do is it dancing go find a dance class or find a drumstick class or whatever um and you know start start small like pick that it's like this week it's gonna be five to ten minutes a day or um three classes a week or maybe it's I'm just not going to drink soda this week I'm going to drink water like pick something simple because it's um when you when you bite off too much I've seen this before this is where I've seen the burnout um like I went high this one girl told me this she's doing a couch to 5k training this isn't whole fit so all my whole fitness people it's okay I'm not talking about you um she was doing the cash of 5k training and then she would go for like an eight mile hike on the weekends. And then she was taking extra, you know, like fitness classes. And then she hurt herself and like, just, and she was new to working out. And I'm like, just start small. Like, I know you're excited, but just start small. Um, and the spiritual aspect of it. So look for a revelation wellness class in your area. If you type up revelationwellness.org, um, instructors all over the world like see where like put your location and see where they are go to a class get you know get fed spiritually um as well and if that's not the case they have their own podcast um where you can you have a little they call it revving the word rev in your ear where you're getting truth you have someone encouraging you um good music and and those are the things that i would i would say to help keep you going um, and avoid that burnout because you're building community. You're getting a spiritual aspect of it as well. And it does, it's true. Like I, I have people in my class that have been doing this for three to four years. They've stuck, they hated fitness and now they have been faithful for three to four years. I mean, that's, that's God. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And of course now if somebody lives in the Greer area, how do they connect with you guys at Whole Fit? Um, so yeah, go to wholefitsc.com. That's our website. And on our website, we'll tell you uh, about our classes and how to connect with us on social media. Um, but on, on Facebook, it's whole fitness on Instagram, it's wholefitsc. And, um, that's the easiest way to connect with us. Follow us on social media because we keep everything up to date more than our website. Um, but we'll let you know about the classes, where we're meeting, what's going on. And even if you're not in our area, we provide a lot of stuff online that you can like work out from home, truth, practical things, recipes, all kinds of stuff. So, um, but yeah, we, our website will tell you the address and, and how to connect with us. Got it. That's really, really yeah. cool. And, and Jen, I, I know we're going to kind of bring this podcast to a close, but really quick, tell us a little bit about the outreach ministry that you guys are doing right now through Whole Fitness. Um, which one? Uh, well, the one where you're, you're going into the lower income neighborhoods and really trying to speak into that. Or, and you can share the other one as well, but I just think they're, all, they're both really powerful. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny that you asked that question because we're looking back this month and tomorrow we're going to um, share what God, what we've been doing. Um, well, right now we partner with Greer Relief and um, they help people in just some really hard situations, whether they, you know, they need food, um, housing, um, but they have this program called Renew 
And in the program, they give them classes. Um, it could be about finances, health and wellness, Bible studies. And we have partnered with them and they, the, the um, men and women in the program come to our classes for free. So not only are they moving their bodies and getting fed spiritually, but they also get to um, receive a, it's called, it's called a rewards box, um, a rewards, and it's worth $10 and it goes to the store um, mm -hmm. in Rare Relief or the Christmas store. So they get to buy gifts for their family. Um, and it has been, oh man, Allie, we need you. We had, so Tanya who teaches yoga, um, I, it was a totally a God thing yesterday. I left my sweatshirt from the night before and I, and I got all the way home and like, Oh, I need to go back to whole fit, get my sweatshirt. Cause I'm going out of town tomorrow. Gotta, you know, that's priority my sweatshirt. <laughs> and so I go in and, you know, Tanya's going to teach. And I was just talking to her all of a sudden, she normally has like average three to five on a Wednesday morning, over 20 Hispanic ladies and men walk in the classroom. Some speak a little English, um, but it was like, whoa, <laughs> which we were so excited. Um, so that has been amazing. So um, God has just been bringing people in our community that are hurting and where they're going to, you know, earn, um, you know, a reward for their family. I've sat down with, I mean, people from all across the board, like it was a pastor's wife one time, um, just this season of life, like finances, especially with COVID, um, you know, it's taking a toll on everybody. It has hit everybody financially. And, and she sat on the mat and I went over and I was like, can I pray with you? And she's like, yeah. And she starts crying. She's like, you know, we, we just signed up for this because of life and what's happened. And I've been going, going, going and, and serving and pouring into people. And she just was weeping. She's like, I didn't realize how much I needed this. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much I needed. Um, my soul needed this. And um, so that's just been, that's been really neat. And we've also part, well, but we haven't been able to teach because of COVID, but we partner with a local drug and rehabilitation center for women um, teaching classes there in the schools um as well in elementary school and trying to think commute events here and there but yeah at risk team program as well so i love it i love it well I, I love what you guys do i love that you care about your community and about uh, fitness and really just about the whole part of it so jan man it's been so good but we always end our podcast with fun uh get to know you kind of rapid fire questions and so that's kind of how we want to end today. Uh, but man, it's been so much fun. And I hope if you've been listening that you've kind of taken pieces of this and just said, okay, hey, this is, this is what I needed today. Uh, and hopefully it'll inspire and motivate you to make it past January, okay? Yeah. And yeah. 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 work out. So, um, all right. So Jen, you ready for a little bit of rapid fire here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our kids are sweating. Quick question. <laughs> All right. So first question, what is one book that has impacted you? Oh, oh guys. Okay. How quick do I have to answer these? Like, it's, Pretty, fast, it's right? rapid fire. Yeah. Just, you know, besides oh, the Bible, the, what's a good book? Okay. All right. All right. You got me. No, okay. Um, the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. Mm, great. So good. All right. Okay. Very good. All right. What do you enjoy doing in your free time? reading, hiking, okay. being outdoors. Yep. 
All right, what is something that, some, that people often get wrong about you? I actually can be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true, guys, it's true. All right, your favorite movie. Oh, okay, it's The Family Stone. Don't judge me. I love it. I'll watch it all year round. It's a Christmas it's a movie. Good, it's a good Christmas movie. Okay, your favorite meal. You're a fitness instructor, but tell us a good cheat meal. Oh, cheeseburger and fries. For there you go. Sure. All right, there it's got to be a good one. I'm, I'm not talking about McDonald's. Like, it's got to be good. If I want to go all out, it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what's, what do you, what's on your nightstand? Books. Lots of books. I'm a reader. I try to read one a week. Um, wow. So, yeah, lots of books. Lots of books. All right. Very good. Uh, Good. Um, what is a snapshot, snapshot, I'm sorry, of an ordinary moment in your life that brings joy? Something that brings joy to your life, just like a quick picture. Oh, man. Being with my family, like being outdoors, not in the house, but outdoors, um, just being with them. No distractions, no electronics in nature. That brings me joy. Oh, that's cool. All right. What are you deeply grateful for? Oh man, you know, right now in this season, my health, mm -hmm. I really am something I've taken for granted. I'm just thankful for that and um, that God's with us. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's the last question, but what is it that keeps you rooted deep? Um, that five to 10 minutes or more of silence every day, like being in God's word. Um, I mean, it's so important to me that I bought a chair specifically for my room um, so I can lock my door. And every morning, you know, to find me there early with a cup of coffee, my Bible, sitting in my chair, um, being in the word, but also just being still and listening, practicing that listening from God, uh, being with him helps me. If not, I can tell um, when I'm not because I'm all over the place. I'm not grounded. That's uh, so good. Well, Jen, man, it's been awesome having you here today. And uh, we are going to get that trip back to the DR scheduled yes. here. We're going to get back into Allie's neck of the woods and we'll, uh, we'll go have some fun with the drumsticks again. But man, it's been great. Thanks for coming on today and just sharing with those who are listening, just some really great things about being holy fit and what that really looks like. Uh, and hopefully this has been a help for everybody today as you've been listening. So uh, thanks for joining us today. We hope you'll join us again next time. Thanks for having me. It was fun. That's awesome. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.